Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Let's Get Real. You're listening to Brenda and Ashley. And today we're back with a brand new episode. So on today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to be a better partner. So we're talking romantic relationships, obviously. So we're both females. We're talking mostly from like a female perspective. But to be honest, anybody can hear this and relate. We're really going to be getting into 10 ways that you can be the best partner in your relationship. And we're also going to talk about a couple other things to do with that. Okay, so before we even get into that, Brenda, what are three things that you personally look for in a partner? I think three important things that I would want my partner to have or to be is first off i always talk about this but hardcore communication skills like i need my partner to be good at communicating us being able to talk about like what's going on what we need done what our expectations are just have like good just overall good communication Mm -hmm. another thing that i think is important is also having a partner who's super supportive in the decisions you make in your dreams your career things like that because Again, like you want someone who's your backbone and is going to be there when you're down and is going to bring you up when you're feeling low. So I feel like being supportive is very important because who doesn't want a supportive partner? A third important quality for me would be someone who, I don't know how to say this in the nicest way, but pretty much has their shit together. Like they're stable. It's someone who I can kind of feel on the same level with in terms of goals, finance, future because i feel like that's what really brings couples or relationships down it's like you want one thing i want another or my goal is to have this much so we can buy a place but you don't want one you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. someone who's stable who has the same goals and same ambitions yeah as you so that your future looks brighter together yeah that is important those are my three what are your three Aside from the obvious things like loyalty, honesty, blah, 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 all those things, right? Yeah, those, those are, are obvious. Yeah. yeah. Um, but mine would be same as yours, like someone that's supportive. So I want someone that's not only supportive, but someone that motivates me. So if you notice that I'm like off my shit or I'm just like not really speaking highly of myself when it comes to my career or whatever it is, like I want you to really hype me up and, and get me on my feet and motivate me to do better always. So that's really important to me. Another one is I need to be physically attracted to you. Um, obviously, you don't need to be a model. You don't need to be the most beautiful man in the world. But, but I, I feel like that's also a given. You're not going to date someone but, who's ugly or that you mm, don't find attractive. But some unless people are like that, though. Some people are just like, they don't care. Well, unless you're like a sugar baby. No, no. Some people actually don't care about that stuff. They're like, beauty is on the inside. Like, I don't care what you look like. I had a friend that liked ugly guys. I swear to God. She liked well, ugly men. But maybe they were ugly to you, but they were cute to her. No, no, no. She said they were ugly, but she does not care because she was a personality person. And that's it. And the funny thing is she was a beautiful girl. She was so pretty. Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, like she worked at like Tilted Kill, like she, but she loved ugly men. I don't know why. But for me, like I need to be physically attracted to you. Um, and then obviously my last one is probably similar to a lot of people's. It would be you need to be understanding of yeah, anything one, like yeah. you just need to be understanding empathetic so that if i if i come to you about anything you're very understanding about it so i feel like i can open up to you and that's like a key 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 thing for me in a relationship yeah i feel like those are all very good qualities and things to look for in a partner okay so we've talked about what we're looking for but we also want to kind of talk about what we think that men want so 
What do you think that men are looking for in a relationship? Let's like do like three Beauty. all together. Beauty, yeah, like attraction. <laughs> they want a baddie. They do, yeah. I feel like guys, it's not all guys. Okay, I don't want to talk about all guys, but I feel like a good chunk of guys, like you see 90%. how you're talking about girls are into like personality. I feel like girls are fifty personality, fifty looks, mm-hmm. but guys are like eighty percent looks and twenty percent personality. Yeah, you know, I what agree. I, mean? mm-hmm. I don't know because sometimes I look at some of these girls and i'm like you can do way better like that guy's ugly yeah he's a shithead i agree i feel like men also okay so we're talking um men what they're looking for in someone that they're gonna bring home like not just like a thought like we're talking about relationships so i feel like men are really big on like obviously like the whole wifey type thing and like can i bring her home to my mom like if she cooks if she cleans like Mm -hmm. if she's just wife material as cheesy as that sounds like they're actually very into that and they want to make sure that like they're gonna bring you home to their mom and they're not embarrassed and they're proud to show you off to their mother because if they're not you're not going to meet their mothers like all these men unless they're like real hoes they don't introduce any females to their moms yeah at all like they will bring you up to their room and you won't see anyone but there'll be like one or two people in their whole lifetime that they bring home to like introduce to the family yeah i think those are those are good points i feel like guys are really into like a girl's beauty whether or not she's like wifey material they also look for someone that is not too crazy but crazy enough yeah like they want someone that has a little bit of crazy because it like turns them on and they just get bored if someone just doesn't care about certain things like i know that if i ever show like a little bit of jealousy on the rare occasion like my boyfriend gets like like excited like he'll be like oh okay like like it's so (laughs) weird like men like when you're a little crazy but then when you get a little too crazy now it's it's too much you need to be the perfect balance yeah I could see that. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It's so weird because if you cross the boundary, then they just think that you're psychotic. It's act- this would be actually a good episode to bring the guys in to see yeah. what, what guys really do. Like what men want. Because I feel like for the most part, that's just what I see. It's just someone, you know, who, who has good looks, who's wifey material. And then again, there's the rare occasion where guys are actually like genuinely want someone who lines up to their goals or their ambitions mm-hmm. like if this is a guy who like sees you in his life he obviously wants that too someone who's a balance of themselves kind of like you're kind of similar to them but you're not completely exactly like them so yeah. that their life will be a little bit more interesting you bring that spice to the relationship mm-hmm. exactly so but i don't know that's just what i think like uh, when i see like couples together i just feel like guys are very and guys are more simple they'll be straight up honest like they'll be like yeah i'm only really with you because you know how to cook or mm-hmm. you know i'm you know i really like you because you're very understanding or like you know what i mean yeah they're very simple creatures yeah like they're actually if they tell you what they want in a relationship that's what they want in a relationship because they won't really talk about it with you unless they see you in their future so just take their word for it and go for that because they're very simple okay so let's get into how to be the best partner in a relationship so we have 10 different points on what you can do to improve your relationship and just be the best partner and version of yourself that you can be for your boyfriend or your girlfriend 
So number one, if you haven't already listened to our other episodes, but this is something very important. I feel like when you get into a relationship, I feel like you should definitely understand your partner's love language. So the reason why love language is important is because it gives you the ability to love your partner the way that they need to be loved and not the way that you typically love someone. So there can be ways that you show your love and affection, but they don't understand it because their love language is a whole different fucking ball game. So Mm-hmm. you're not loving them the way that they need love to be given to them yeah exactly because you can express your love through one way like through affirmations and telling people how you feel but they might need that physical like hugs and kisses and cuddling and know that you're there for them love language to me is literally the root of a relationship because everything you do and even everything on this list can kind of come back to the love languages and you can pick and choose what this list is and what you can take out of it to cater to your partner's love language so really it's it's like the foundation of every relationship and i feel like if you don't understand it that's the first thing you need to do you need to understand their love language and if you guys don't understand the concept of it we do have an episode all about it it's called the secret to love that lasts so it's episode number 17 if you're looking for it go take a listen to that and then uh you'll understand the love language is a lot better So number two on our list is to be supportive. Again, this is one of my key things. I feel like you can't be with someone who doesn't support you because they're always going to consistently bring you down. You want someone who, even though they might not do the same thing as you they like seeing you happy and seeing you happy makes them happy so again being supportive being there for you you want someone who's going to keep you motivated and keep pushing you to achieve your dreams achieve your goals Mm -hmm, exactly if they're not supportive of you you just feel like you don't get excited to tell them about about certain things in your day what you're up to you want to be excited to share the news because they feel the excitement with you and if you can't get that out of your partner it gets kind of old quick you know what i mean yeah if you want to be a good partner make sure you're very supportive if your man is telling you i want to do this i want to start this side project i want to start this online business figure out how you can help them okay what can i do to help you like do you want me to find some articles on it oh this is a good youtube video on how to do this like be supportive don't just say wow that's a good idea genuinely support it and give a fuck as if it's your own project hustle whatever and that will show them how much you care yeah the next one is give your partner freedom to express themselves and just like to be themselves in general this is huge like you never want to make your partner feel uncomfortable for being themselves exactly again if it's something that you don't necessarily like let them have that let them still you know have fun with what they find entertaining Mm -hmm. whether it be if they like snowboarding and you don't well you know let them have their freedom to do that if they like (laughs) (laughs) brenda you're so annoying brenda's saying that because i don't like snowboarding but my boyfriend fucking loves it (laughs) or gaming you know my boyfriend really likes gaming but like i don't think i'll ever get into it but i support him wanting to have that as a hobby and Mm -hmm. to have a good time do his thing you know, if that's what makes you happy, let them do it. Just because you don't like it, you shouldn't stop them from their happiness. This is not even just hobbies and stuff. Like, this is even down to things like fucking tattoos. I don't like tattoos on men. I don't. But when my boyfriend says he's going to get a tattoo, I just let him do his thing. I don't say... As long as it's not on the face or the yeah, neck. Yeah, <laughs> if, if it's not on your face or neck, because I don't need my parents seeing that. Like, then I'll have more to say. Like, will I be like, oh my god, I love it so much? No. 
because I can't genuinely support something that I, I'm not a fan of. Yeah. yeah. So like I will just let them do their thing. Let them express themselves. You want to get a haircut. You don't want to get a haircut. Cool. Do whatever you want. You want to dye your hair. Cool. Do whatever you want. Express yourself. And I don't think it means like do whatever you want is in like I don't care what you do. It's just more so letting them also have that freedom to make the decisions they want to make. Yeah. Not just like you have to do what I do. It's kind of like we're on a common ground. Like if you don't want to feel like you're dating a parent then you have to also understand like they have that freedom to make the decisions they're an adult again not everything they do you're gonna see eye to eye but if you love them and that's what makes them happy you're gonna want them to be happy and i've struggled with this i'm not gonna lie like i've been someone that will make a comment about something that i'm not like too fond of or like been a little not judgy but i've been a little bit like motherly in the sense where i kind of feel like i have a right to say certain things in the past and it's not a good thing like your partner's not gonna like it and then they're gonna start doing shit behind your back most likely because they know you're gonna just try and dictate their life so just be as open and allow your partner to be as open as possible and again this ties hand in hand with communicating effectively which is our next next point. point yeah Again, if you're communicating effectively, there's no need for there to be secrets or or things that you have to hide from your partner or even, you know, down to like arguments. Like if you guys communicate things effectively, it will never get to a point where there'll be arguments or there'll be discussions about it. Because if you say, hey, listen, I don't like when you leave your shoes laying on the floor, if I communicate that to you, then it won't get to a point where I'm just like fed up and be like, oh my God, why the fuck are there always shoes on the side of the door? You know what I mean? Like if I talk about it and express how it makes me feel, it will never get to a point in which it blows up the relationship. Exactly. Yeah. So just make sure you're always communicating when something's wrong, when you know you're uncomfortable with something or even like not even just always communicating, but when you are communicating, do it the right way. Don't cut your partner off don't talk over them don't try and manipulate them and be petty and say things you don't mean like just communicate properly don't be a child about it yeah agreed and this is like one thing i go back and forth on because communication i feel like is the key to a good relationship it is a good relationship being a good partner like this is something i learned in even previous relationships it's like you really just need to talk about it even if things are a little bit difficult and things seem you know hard to talk about i think it's just better to do it than wait till it lingers and then things become worse or you're holding in something or your grudges or yeah you know what i mean like just talk about it let it out yeah it might suck for that minute that you're expressing your true feelings but at the same time it's like it's better now than later on and you're saying yeah and you did it that time yeah and that time and that time so it's like Mm -hmm. just let it out be your true self always have strong communication and i don't think the person will take it offensively because it's not like you're critiquing the person you're just you're just giving feedback into the relationship so that things you know don't end up bad later on yeah and learn how to communicate with your partner like don't just like bring things up and expect everything to go well like learn what their style of communication is and what works best and all that because like for example i was watching love island and um if anybody's watching love island usa there was this couple mackenzie and connor that just had the worst fucking communication ever like they could not form sentences together like they would argue and it's like you're hearing two different arguments because they're not listening to each other so one more tip with communication is 
listen to listen and understand don't listen to respond because if you're listening to respond everything they say is going to go over your head and the conversation is going to go on for hours listen to listen period period oh that was weird (laughs) that was so weird next one is um be empathetic be very empathetic with your partner understand where they're coming from Mm -hmm. and really just be there for them on an emotional level because everybody needs to end a relationship also with being empathetic what i like to say because it really puts things in a different perspective is put yourself in their shoes yeah so understand where they're coming from because from the outside like you might be like oh this person's being a baby like she whines about the same thing over and over and over and over again and like honestly some things yes it might sound repetitive but you have to also put yourself in their shoes and understand why it's happening over and over again and when a when your partner's coming to vent to you it's not always to get a response or to get advice because they probably already know what it is that they need to do or what needs to be changed Mm -hmm. but it's more so just to be like the shoulder to cry on the ears to vent to and just to comfort them and be like you know i know it's hard and i know you're really trying and like you know if there's anything i can do for you to make you know things a little bit easier for you or help you where i can just let me know Mm -hmm. because one thing that i find too is like if you're there to vent and like you already kind of know what you need to do and someone's kind of just putting it in your ear yeah and when you're upset or angry and you hear that it just makes the situation worse so just know when the person's coming to you for advice or when the person really just wants you there to just to listen and to you know be there to vent or give them a hug or like just cuddle them to sleep i don't know but also like being empathetic just in day-to-day life is important too and like For example, let's say you're a stay-at-home mom and your man is working every single day, crazy hours, and he comes home and the house is dirty all the time. And he's like, why is the house always dirty? He's mad. And instead of like blowing up at him, like look at it from his perspective. Like Brenda's saying, like put yourself in their shoes. Like this man's working all day and he has to come home to a dirty house. You know what I mean? And like this, I know like people are going to be annoyed because it sounds just like the typical gender roles thing. Like This is literally just an example. Like this, the roles could be reversed. You know what I mean? Like the woman could be working all day and comes home to her man being sloppy. Like no one wants that, but you put yourself in your partner's shoes and you become empathetic towards them enough to be like, okay, if I was working this amount of hours, I wouldn't want this. Like, let me just get this done for them instead of giving them attitude back. You yeah. know what I mean? It's funny you say that because I always think of this too. Like as a kid, you know, like when you had PA days or it was the weekend and your mom had work. Yeah, and she and comes like, home. Yeah, and she'd be like, you know, make sure the chicken Dishes is are out. in the sink, yeah. chicken's frozen, and they get mad. And you're like, why is mom getting so fucking mad? Mom's yeah. mad because you didn't fucking listen and she's tired. Yeah, now that like I'm an adult and I see this, like sometimes I come home from work and I'm just like, why is my brother on like the switch when he like there's piles of dishes yeah his shoes are left at the door like it's so weird but now i'm kind of like you oh, get it i understand yeah i think i'll be that mom that just comes home and it's like why the fuck are the dishes not clean and why is the chicken in the freezer like <laughs> you're going to your room because it's just like how am i doing all this for you and you're sitting there playing video games or you just don't have children yeah like brenda <laughs> oh my god all right so the next point is don't make assumptions this This is a big one you Mm -hmm. don't want to assume don't put people in that in that position don't don't make people feel like they're guilty when they're not again if you're having assumptions or you think something i think again this goes back to communication just talk it out talk about it see what the situation is don't just go 
over your head and think, okay, it's this, this is happening. He, he, you know, he's not talking to me because he wants to break up with me. Like then you're just making yourself get into a scenario that, you know, was never even created that you just came from your head. So it's like, why, why bring it out to the universe? Exactly. And like the thing with making assumptions is that nothing good ever comes out of it ever 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 yeah ever. you're either stressed out you're making a situation worse yeah. than it needs to be it, it even if it doesn't make it always worse no good will ever come out of making an assumption so you're literally wasting your thoughts and your energy on something that could or couldn't be true like if you sit around let's say your boyfriend says something and you're mad because like he said it and you're just like wow, like, he didn't mean that, blah, 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 blah. He's just saying that because blah, 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 blah. Like, you're making up this whole false narrative in your mind and getting mad over it and giving it negative energy. Meanwhile, he could have truly just meant whatever he said. You know what I mean? Like, it's like when girls go to bed angry and their man has no idea they're upset because what they said is what they said, but the girl's making up a whole narrative. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Like, we literally make up false scenarios in our head and go with it as if they're true and then get upset and go in this whole trail of thoughts and it's all for nothing so when you make assumptions it's just gonna be worse for you than it is for the other person and you're literally just hurting yourself and eventually will affect the other person and it's gonna fuck up your relationship because they're gonna get tired of it facts another thing i want to mention about assumptions is if you find yourself coming to assumptions a lot then the key thing to do is just always ask about what you're assuming so if you have a, a thought in your mind that is not maybe true just ask your partner so that you can clear up the assumption don't sit and, and let it marinate for an hour and get upset just literally ask them like oh when you said this did you mean that and they're gonna say no and then you move on if not you're gonna be fucking thinking about it for two hours so just ask them give them the chance to talk about it and then clear the air clear the air before you react because then you're gonna just fall into a hole Another way to be a better partner would be to process emotions before reacting. This is kind of like don't make assumptions. Mm -hmm. So again, it kind of it's kind of what Ashley said earlier, like don't take out your emotions on your partner when it's something else. Make sure that you are analyzing what it is the situation is before getting angry over something that you don't need to get angry over. Mm -hmm. Okay, so with this one, I'll give you an example. Like I remember before in my relationship, I would if something happened and I was upset that night, I would just need to talk about it. Like, I need to talk about this now. I'm not going to be able to sleep until I talk about this. And I'd talk about it and I would get in my feelings and I would project my emotions into the situation and the talk and it would go horribly. And then we'd fight and then I'd go to sleep crying and then it has to be dealt with all over again the next day. Now, if I'm upset, I will just say, listen, like, I didn't like this or blah 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 like but i need time to think about it if that if that happens right or i'll just i will just not bring it up i'll process my emotions and then i'll bring it up the next day when my mind is clearer but if you don't do that if you don't process your emotions it'll just end terribly yeah and another thing with like processing your emotions always know what you're reacting to like if you're at work and you get angry and then you're coming home to like your husband, your wife, your girlfriend, whatever, when you're coming home back to your partner, you don't want to take out that anger that you've consumed from work and take it out on them. Like, it's just not fair. Like, I've seen that happen a lot, like, not with my partner, but, like, at home in general with, like, siblings and stuff. It's like, if you're mad, take a moment. Take a deep breath. Do what you need to do. Isolate yourself. Tell your partner, listen, I'm not in the greatest mood right now. Just give me a couple seconds. Let me go shower. Let me just 
lay low for a sec and then I'll come back and we can have a conversation. Mm-hmm. And again, this goes back to great communication skills. Have that conversation. Let them know how you feel so they don't try one on you. You know what I mean? Like if you're angry, they're not going to make you more angry. Yeah. So let them know, you know, I had a bad day at work. Let me just, you know, change. Let me go shower and then let me just let it go exactly you know what i mean because again that's one thing you don't want to do is take out anger from one situation and bring it into another one because again that person probably doesn't deserve your attitude your your bad vibes like and another thing that i think is also super important since we're talking about emotions is one thing that i always tell people is never go to bed upset if you and your partner Mm, are angry nah i don't agree with that i feel like that contradicts this Because, like, what if you're too upset to effectively communicate? Like, you might have to go upset so that in the morning you could talk about it with a clearer mind. Okay, well, if that's a situation and you want time to think about it, like, if it's, like, really something big, like... But even if it's small, I just feel like you can talk about it that night before you go to bed. Because I truly feel that if you go to bed upset, you'll wake up upset and it'll just throw off your whole day. Mm-mm. Like unless nah. you're going to communicate it in the morning and it's something you need to think about overnight while you sleep. But like what if you see this is another thing. It's like what if you die overnight and then the last thing you did was argue about something. Oh, I'm thinking we're talking about going to bed with your partner. No, I'm talking about going to sleep. Going oh, to sleep but upset. like I'm thinking your partner's right next to you in bed. Yeah, but like. You're not going to die. I mean like yes, maybe you could die in your sleep. You have a stroke very possible but also very <laughs> unlikely you know what i mean i just well, feel never like you know covid 19 i don't know i feel like if you know that the conversation is gonna go left if you talk about it in the heat of the moment i think giving it time and sleeping on it is healthy but it depends right if that's the communication method that you've established with your partner that like sometimes you need time but if you're the kind of relationship and couple that can just hash it all out when you're emotional and angry and upset then and it won't escalate then go for it like do it all at once so that you don't go to sleep upset but like sometimes things are not overnight like sometimes you need a good week i don't but some people do damn a whole ass week if it's like really intense yeah damn i would need you to like rent a hotel like i wouldn't be able to see you yeah i couldn't do that (laughs) That I need, I need to get rid Unless of. Unless you did something really bad. Yeah. Like I need a, like a week to think about. Like you cheated on me, and I'm gonna have to contemplate yeah. whether or not this is gonna work out. Yeah. But then not. I would need you to like go rent an Airbnb or some shit. Like I can't see your face. Yeah, exactly. The next one, this one's key. This is something that everybody needs to live by. Is it's not you versus your partner. It's you with your partner in situations. So like I always say this because like. Sometimes people argue and it's like, oh, it's me versus you. And like, I have my points. I'm right about this. You have your points. You're right about this. And like, you just kind of go back and forth. But it's literally you and your partner versus the situation versus the problem. So you guys are together kind of going against a problem that you're both facing together. So really look at it that way and your fights will go differently. What if it's something like that you see one way and they see another way? That's okay. It's still you two versus the problem. At that point, you can just come to the solution that like okay what's best for us is that we just agree to disagree and if i can't understand this and you can't understand this we've tried to understand each other and we can't we're gonna have to let this one go because that's happened with me and my boyfriend like if we just completely disagree then i'll be like you know what it's okay that we disagree we're not gonna agree on everything but like we just gotta put it to rest we let you know let each other know how we feel about everything and then let it go because what else are you gonna do force each other 
to understand when you don't. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah. Hmm, that's a good one. Thank you. That is a good one. Yeah. Us versus the world. Us versus the world. Yeah, I think that's good, especially when you're very stubborn or, or hard-headed yeah. and you kind of just want it your way. So I think this is this is a good one. This is a good one. So another way to be a good partner is to acknowledge wrongs before they become an issue. Mm-hmm. Again, I know I say this so many times, but communication, people communication it's key because if you can acknowledge your wrongs then it won't continue to be a problem because you'll notice okay i did this again oh shoot like i need to watch how i do this i know that this upsets the person or you know what i mean and acknowledging that you are in the wrong makes the person feel like they don't have to put you in check or like that oh you're actually trying to make progression because you're seeing that you're doing the wrong like i don't have to call you out on it yeah like if your partner is constantly complaining about you leaving dishes in the sink and it's been a week and you're like whoa he hasn't said anything about me leaving the dishes in the sink go to them be like listen you know what i'm sorry that i've left the dishes in the sink all week i've been really busy i'm gonna clean them up i just want you to know that i i care about what you think about it and i'm gonna stop bring it up to them before they bring it up to you because maybe they're holding it in they're just watching those dishes pile up all week getting more and more angry and not saying anything or it could also be that the person's just super fed up and they've like you know i've told ashley so many times i don't know what more i need to do for her to understand exactly yeah you don't want your partner to feel like they have to give up on telling you something Mm -hmm. that bothers them because again then that's how relationships become toxic or like things start to fall apart because it's like the effort is not there exactly so just come to them with the problem let them know you you know you consider their feelings and all that stuff and like also this goes the other way where you need to acknowledge their wrongs like if they're leaving the dishes in the sink and you haven't really had that many conversations about it don't hold it in and get mad just let them know how you feel about it and let them correct the behavior that's a good point also very good point i think it's important especially as you get older like i know sometimes it's hard to acknowledge your own wrongs but it also shows that there's growth within you because it takes a lot for someone to say like listen i know i fucked up and i know i'm not perfect and i know things will continue to you know sometimes i'll mess up i'm human but again not a lot of people can accept when they're wrong not a lot Mm -hmm. of people can can put themselves in check like that takes a lot of effort so if your partner does that you go and give them a hug right now like that is a real one a hug <laughs> a kiss give them a kiss you could do a little more than that <laughs> you know buy them a little a little gucci bag or something you know yeah get them a bag of chips or something <laughs> and lastly be connected but allow space and separation in life so this one's really just like Obviously, you know, you want to spend a lot of time with your partner, but you need to have your own separate lives. Yes. They don't always need to tag along with you and your friends. You don't need to bring them everywhere. You don't need to run errands with them. You don't need to, like, be attached at the hip. Have your own life. Have your own friends. Do your own thing. Sometimes go to dinner by yourself sometimes. Go to lunch by I mean, yourself. I don't know about dinner by yourself. Go run errands by yourself, better, you know, stuff better. like that. You don't always need to be together. Like, be physically, you know, connected, emotionally connected, but also have your space. Yeah, I agree. I feel like that's also something very important because, again, you're with your partner 24-7. You go to bed with them. You wake up with them. You know, you do errands. You do grocery shopping. Like, there's a lot of you and them time. So mm-hmm. having some you time is not a bad thing. And not, like, 
you need to, you know, go out with your friends all the time, go to a club, go drink. Like, I'm not saying that. Like, you can just literally be in the washroom taking a bath alone. Yeah, alone. Or in the room reading a book alone. Or, or the coffee shop alone. Exactly. Whatever it is, I think having you time is very, very, very important. I also think having your own friends is very important. Like, it's so easy to just merge your friend groups together, and that's the only way you see your friends. But... You're going to lose connection, like personal connections with the people that matter to you if you do that too much. So I think it's always nice to have like I have like my core girlfriends that like they get along so well with my boyfriend. But do I hang out us three all the time? No, it's usually just me and my girls. Yeah, we have girls night. Me and my friends, I have like three other friends and we do like little girls night and we'll go and watch movies or Mm -hmm. do dinners. Well, now not with COVID, but like, yeah, we... We go out, we hang out, and it's like a girls thing, and we'll mm-hmm. talk about girl things and mm-hmm. just chill. It's fun. Exactly. So that's our list, guys. Those are ten ways that you can become a better partner, better so girlfriend, better boyfriend. Make sure you write these down so that mm-hmm. you know when we move in together, you can be the best partner for me, Ashley. Make sure that when okay. I come from work, that there's a nice, coarse meal prepared for me. That like my the dishes are clean. Dishes are nice I'm ready. And clean. I'm waiting. Hot plate ready. Yes. Okay, sure. Yes. Whatever. Yes. But yeah, guys. So if you need help in your relationship, make sure to just follow these ten steps. Pick and choose what applies to your relationship and what doesn't, of course. But um, to be honest, like these these will make your relationship a lot better. Yeah. I think they're they're all very important. It brings value to the relationship. Mm-hmm. So very important. Exactly. But with that being said, guys, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. We're going to be bringing visuals back for you guys soon. Yes. Um, Or at least some like YouTube content or something like that. But also, guys, please leave us questions, topics and things you want to hear from us on our Instagram. Our Instagram account is Let's Get Real the Podcast. Our YouTube channel is YouTube.com slash Let's Get Real Podcast. And you can also make sure to subscribe on all streaming platforms and give us a five-star review and rating on the apple podcast app yes and that is all for today's episode we'll see you we'll see you we won't see you because you can't see me (laughs) we'll be back next monday bye (laughs) bye